Please listen carefully. Welcome to the NC State Philanthropy Podcast, telling the world how we think and do the extraordinary through the support of our friends, alumni, and more. I'm your host, Taylor Pardue. On this episode, we're finishing our two-part conversation with Karosh Salamati, a Caldwell fellow who is truly making the most of his time with the pack. Tell us about getting into the program, but tell us a little bit about what all you've done as a Caldwell Fellow since then. What are some of the different uh, experiences, the different memories that have, you've made with these friends that you've uh, found here on campus? Yeah, um, so once one gets into the program, um, the first ever um, activity that I was involved in that um, with, with the other uh, fellows was satellite which is a summer stamp camp uh, tailored towards high school sophomores to learn more about STEM and uh, what it looks like to go to college um, with the hope that it make them more interested into pursuing a path and getting higher education. And um, that was a lot of fun. The spring that I got into the program was when pandemic started. So that was the first time that we had the camp online. And although we didn't get to come to campus and see the um, campers in person and interact with them, still being able to interact with them and other fellows over Zoom was very fun. And um, we were able to get closer together. And so the fall after one gets into the program, there is a sophomore seminar. Um, which, um, again, focuses a lot on that servant leadership, what it means, and a part of it is to help the community through different um, service groups that we have. For example, I was a part of the Open Door Clinic service group, and we, um, we volunteered at the Open Door Clinic of Urban Ministries of Bay County, which is a nonprofit organization that uh, helps provide um, health services to those um, who are not covered by any of the federal or government programs um, through healthcare, but also cannot um, provide their own private insurance. And that doesn't sound like um, a, a, a big group of individuals, but it is actually a very big gap and to be able to learn more about that and be able to help another organization uh, with what they need to achieve their mission and provide health services to more individuals in need was very meaningful and something that I enjoyed a lot. Um, some other organizations were, or some other service groups, um, at least that I can remember off the top of my head, uh, were one that worked with Habitat for Humanity. Um, there was one that worked on campus. Um, it is called Vida Pack, and it um, is tailored towards learning more about the story of um, 
the fellow faculty and um, people on campus that um, work behind the scenes and we otherwise wouldn't get to know their story, which is a lot of people and that is very interesting and personally very cool to me to be able to learn more about somebody else that I otherwise didn't have an opportunity to. The timing is just unreal. Uh, it's just so great for these programs in general are great, but you really came along at the perfect time to be able to help with these uh, different programs during the pandemic too, uh, just to really increase your efficacy. Yeah. Um, our class was, um, we were at the time we were a little bit upset because, sure. um, we didn't get to have all the uh, dinner seminars that all of the other classes before us had or anything like that. But at the same time, I think that was a part of what made our class closer together because we had to try harder to hang out and get to know each other and also um, work towards helping the community. I think that says a lot about the spirit of the different Caldwell fellows too, that they were able to overcome and not just be disappointed that their college experience wasn't starting necessarily the way they had expected, but to not only rally and to have a good spirit about it themselves, but also mm -hmm. to reach out and to give to others at a time where they could have, you know, been upset and just been um, dejected about that. But yeah, um, that is, that's of course like because of, um, the support of the um, program directors, because um, without without them, like the program wouldn't be where it is now. Or and also being able to have the seminars, um, despite the fact that after the first two weeks that fall, we went back to online again. Um, being able to still like keep up the seminars and um, focus on them that was very uh, meaningful. And not only the director, but also our um, fellow upperclassmen, which were the TAs for each of the service groups that we were a part of. Because um, okay. um, they also, they were the people who were our mentors when we were working in all of these uh, uh, smaller service groups to help us navigate through any problems that we had and help us to reflect better. On them, because as a part of being in the service group, um, we would have meetings where uh, we had assignments about reflection on uh, what we had learned through those experiences and how had that um, had those experiences helped us to grow and learn more. So Caldwell Fellows and many other areas across campus were uh, benefited by our recent Think and Do the Extraordinary campaign that came to a close last uh, December. You were actually a speaker at our final Red and White Night for the campaign uh, back in October. Can you tell us a little bit about just what was it like getting to talk to all those people and tell them how the campaign had benefited you? Yes. Um, so first, I was very honored when the uh, director of the uh, Caldwell Falls program reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to share my experience of how the program and the generous donations of all of the dona donators of the campaign um, had impacted me. And I must say that the imposter syndrome was a very big thing for me at that time because I was thinking about the fact that there are so many amazing people that are 
doing a lot both in the color Falls program and I'm sure in all of the other programs um, around campus that benefit from these donations. Um, and I was very honored um, to be able to share my personal experience. Um, the opportunity actually helped me to rethink where I was in life and how much of what I had accomplished was because of other people that I previously hadn't thought about. So being able to have that opportunity again to first reflect on what was it that I had accomplished and be able to share that experience with others and let them know that it has been because of their support that I have been able to do all of these amazing things. Um, that was a very extraordinary experience and one that to this day I'm grateful for. Thank you so much for participating. We really were honored that you were able to join us. Yeah, thank you so much for the experience again. Other ways that the program has helped me to um, grow as a leader has been um, through other opportunities um, and activities that the program as a whole is involved in, um, which Shackathon is one of the major ones and uh, we love the Caldwell Shack um, and we are there strong every year, even during pandemic when um, there was no one on campus except for people who built the shacks. Um, Caldwell Shack was one of them. And um, for anyone that doesn't know, um, yeah, what all is involved with the Shackathon? Shackathon is a week-long event at NC State um, during which student organizations build, a, uh, build temporary wooden shacks on the brick yard to fundraise for Habitat for Humanity as well as um, also promote awareness about affordable housing issues in Raleigh. And um, it has been a tradition for over 20 years to do that. Um, but also, um, at least for us students, more than that, it's an opportunity to come together um, both as a program through Caldwell and also as a university and the wider community to help address an issue that affects thousands of our neighbors. Um, for example, every year we have um, people who either donate their time through coming to the shack and um, doing activities with us or um, donate a lot of plants. We have a lot of um, very kind people and uh, organizations, nurseries that um, donate us plants so that we can sell them and raise money for Habitat for Humanity or our own um, fellow classmates that, um, that help us build um, or make bracelets and sell them as a sellable or different activities. So it is really about community, both in the sense of all of us coming together and also helping the rest of the community by raising money to um, address this issue. It really seems like a perfect fit for the Caldwell Fellow Program um, with the community and the servant leadership. So there's also a stipend involved with Caldwell Fellows, right? Yes. Um, yes, so there is a stipend uh, involved as a part of the program. Um, that the purpose of which is to help one to um, pursue their authentic self, whether that is um, through doing an activity that will uh, that would help them grow personally or in a professional way 
um, some activity that could um, impact the community. Um, so what did you use your stipend for and why? I, um, so I used my stipend to buy a camera because um, I had been interested in photography for a very long time, like since um, high school when I was back in Iran, but I never had the opportunity um, or the funds to um, afford a camera. So once I got into the program, that was a perfect opportunity for me to pursue that passion as it was also the very beginning of the pandemic and I had a lot of downtime. And a part of my stipend was to help local businesses uh, with any photo shoots that they uh, needed done. But since everything got shut down very qu quickly after the pandemic hit, um, I wasn't able to do that. However, I still was able to use my camera and uh, learn more about photography and and grow more in a personal sense, despite the fact that I was not able to reach out to any businesses to help them. I think that's probably my favorite uh, aspect of the Caldwell Fellow Program is it's not just a scholarship. It's not just saying, here's a way for you to come study your major and then graduate. It's like you said, exploring your authentic self. It's really trying to help you figure out not just what you want to do professionally, but also personally um, with the rest of your life. Yeah. And um, for me also, a part of that camera um, and stipend was opening other doors to me since I still have the camera and I was able to actually use it for the selection day this year to um, help the program itself by doing photography for the program um, with the other amazing team on the photography team and we were working together. And also um, it encouraged me to start um, a YouTube channel and make videos, um, learn more about video editing applications. And in a sense, uh, one door le led me to another door and um, it opened up a new um, perspective to me. So I've actually seen some of your YouTube videos. They are, from what I saw, they concentrate on student life and helping other students, um, you know, make the most of their time on campus too, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, recently, I haven't been able to do much um, video editing as it takes a lot of time. And also now is the time for me to study for MCAT and um, as pursuing uh, medical school as the next uh, big milestone in my life that I want to achieve. Well, that's the next thing I wanted to talk to you about. So we mentioned earlier that you were majoring in biochemistry, that you're doing several minors, uh, and that you also took part in, in satellite through Caldwell Fellows to explore STEM-related uh, topics. What is it that you're, you're actually studying toward? What is your ultimate uh, postgraduate goal for a career? Yeah, so... Um, Right now, my main goal after graduating is to um, pursue medical school and eventually become a doctor. Um, I have had the opportunity to um, shadow doctors and also do clinical uh, research at, um, at UNC Rex previously. And despite the fact that I have only been exposed to cardiology for the most part, um, I, I find it very rewarding to be able to help other people um, through um, their medical needs and be able to help the results of it and how how it can impact their life in a positive way. 
So that is my main motivation for wanting to become a doctor in addition to of course the interest in medicine and how human body works and um, human body is a very fascinating system that I personally am learning more and more about every day through my biochemistry courses and also through research um, so yeah that excites me and that that makes me want to learn more about it so that is why I also would like to eventually um, do research while practicing medicine and be able to practice medicine at a teaching institute to be able to help um, educate other students and aspiring doctors to become a doctor. So between your classes and everything that you take part in with Caldwell Fellows, um, that's a full plate right there. But you actually do a lot more on campus too, right? Uh, several extracurriculars on top of everything else. Yeah, so one of the organizations that I'm involved with is the Iranian Student Association, or ISA, that helps um, promote and keep the Iranian culture alive here in the Raleigh area. Uh, we focus a lot on welcoming the students that come here from Iran every semester, um, most of which are graduate students actually that are leaving their families behind in Iran to come here um, for a fresh start. And so it is important to, for them to come into a community that is welcoming to them and that is supportive of them. And that is what we try to do through the activities that we have um, happening monthly, as well as um, the major holidays and celebrations that we host um, with our other partners here in the Raleigh Triangle area. I'm also involved with, um, like I mentioned, the PAC Promise um, program as I'm a scholar and through that I got to learn about the TRIO Collegiate programs which um, is a program that has helped me a lot through coaching and um, giving me opportunities to learn more about what I want to do in the future. One of the examples that comes to my mind is one of the very recent workshops that the program had about designing your life. Um, which helped me decide if I didn't want to or couldn't go to medical school, what could be alternatives to that for me. Which personally for me it came down to um, if medical school didn't work out the first time I would do research and try again later or if money wasn't the problem I would uh, pursue YouTube and um, become a content creator. I also recently got elected as the public relations officer for the biochemistry club here in the, um, in the biochemistry program at NC State, um, which that was also very important to me um, because of the struggle that I had in the past and, and making connections to other people and being able to see how that personal experience has transitioned me into someone very social and be able to use those skills to um, help other student organizations and clubs on campus too. Thank you so much for coming out and talking to us, Karosh, and just telling us a little bit about your experience with the PAC. 
just as sort of a wrap-up question, what have been your uh, your favorite things about NC State so far? Yeah, so although it might not be the most unique answer, um, I will still emphasize the fact that the community has been one of the one of my most um, favorite things about um, being a part of the Wolfpack. Some of the examples that I can think of is um, again how my vote study supervisor pushed me to um, think more about applying for the Caldwell Fellows Program, or even how one of my um, professors, um, my English professor, helped me with um, with my grammars when I was um, writing a stipend. Also, in addition to the community, um, I cannot forget about the fact that I was a part of the Wolfpack before I decided to go to NC State as my sister had studied and uh, worked here for a period of time and so did uh, my brother-in-law. And lastly, um, I, I have to say red and white are just like the best colors for a school. And also the bricks, they give so much character to the campus. All of these small things just add to the experience of being a part of the Wolfpack and attending NC State. That sounds great. <laughs> Thank you again so much, Karosh, and uh, all the best as you finish up your degrees and afterwards. Thank you so much for having me again, Taylor. It has been a pleasure. For more information on the Caldwell Fellow Program, our Think and Do the Extraordinary campaign, and other examples of NC State philanthropy, please visit giving.ncsu.edu. If you'd like to hear even more stories of Wolfpack success, please subscribe to the NC State Philanthropy Podcast today in the Apple or Google Podcast stores, on Spotify, or through Stitcher. Be sure to leave us a comment and rating as well to let us know how we're doing. Thanks for listening, and as always, Go Pack!